You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. This is the Thunder Quack Podcast. The official podcast of Thunder Quack Podcast Network where anything can happen. So strap yourselves in and hold on to your butts. It's Thunderquack time! Hello and welcome back to the Thunderquack podcast, the official podcast of Thunderquack.com, which you can get early every Tuesday over at patreon.com slash thunderquack just like our Patreon producers, Brian Mirowski and JJ Samuel, or you can wait and get it late every Friday on podcast services across the galaxy. I am one of your hosts, Michael Cohen. And I'm your other host, Amanda Conkin. Uh, and I, I, oh, low energy this week. A little, a little bit. A little <laughs> bringing, bit. In a, yeah. bringing in the low energy. People on Patreon can listen all the way to the end and they will, they will get the full story. Why? I won't spoil it here. But I, uh, I yeah, I don't know, and 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 not not a ton to talk about. Because um, I'm so excited you're... for Sorry, next. Go ahead. I'm so excited for next year when all the movies actually come out. I I will say I had a pretty decent weekend because I caught up on some like solid movies that I hadn't seen that were mm. really popular last year. So like I finally watched The Big Short and I watched Ford versus Ferrari, both highly enjoyable films i think i like i leaned into the ford versus ferrari because christian bale because i christian bale does a really good job in the big short and then i was like oh yeah christian bale so also i was in that mood in which i felt like because we've talked about this on the podcast before how i i quite like like car movies um and also that i quite like sports movies like movies about sports that have happened like like realistic like like angel although angels in the outfield is a good one as well like yeah. <laughs> realistic sports movies like angels in the outfield no, no, no. because christopher lloyd hanging off say, the i was gonna say that like that's i can't i was like trying to name a sports movie that wasn't based on true events because most of the sports movies i watch are like based like remember the titans and like Moneyball and like i, I quite like like movies like that that are like about real events and then I, but then i thought of a fictionalized sports movie, which was mm-hmm. Angels in the Outfield, which also enjoyable. I feel like isn't Miracle? Isn't there something about building mm-hmm. a a baseball field in the middle of a corn? Anyways, that's Field of Dreams. Miracle there... is about the hockey team. Oh, the hockey team, and that one's that one's based on true events. Anyways, that one's real. Yeah, I'm going. I'm digressing. The which. <laughs> Is anybody surprised? Um, but I, I like got into the into the like mood of like after watching the Big Short because it was quite good. That I was like, I also want to watch something that's like based in real life. And actually, that's why I watched the Comey Rule was because, and not to spoil what we're going to talk about on this podcast, but that's why I watched Comey Rules because I watched the Big Short and then I wanted to watch something that was also like like his like like a fictionalized uh history and then yeah. after i watched the comey rule i still felt like watching more stuff that like sort of happened and that's why i watched ford versus ferrari so my whole weekend was like catching up on stuff that was like making me think about how terrible american institutions are i guess ford versus ferrari actually kind of also does just talk about how terrible capitalism is so i guess <laughs> it was like a like a trifecta so 
Anyway, sorry, I cut you off. You were like saying something. I feel like you were trying to like set us up for like talking. Uh, about no, I mean, like I was just gonna say we we can't talk about Star Wars because you're gonna be on faster, more intense this week, right? So yeah, that's a that's it's called cross promotion. I know. That's you know what would have been real there. good is if the week that I yeah. came on to podcast, it was the week that I had off of this podcast instead of doing double podcast week. It's yeah. like it's not worth taking the one week off. But yeah. how was your how was your um thunderquack exclusive podcast last week uh yeah i mean like people sent in some great they sent in some great topics and then i ended up just answering (laughs) um (laughs) i don't even remember i don't remember who it was uh oh it was blessed cheesemaker i don't know their actual name (laughs) i love that so much um uh they they asked me to talk about camp cretaceous which is where i started and then i just like and then I just went off the deep end into <laughs> Jurassic Park territory. And I talked about Jurassic Park by myself, to myself, really just for myself, uh, for an hour. Uh, and <laughs> it like hit actually for longer, for like an hour and 25 minutes, I think. And it, it hit like the hour 20 mark. I noticed that I was like, I looked at, at uh, Adobe Audition and was like, and realized I was at an hour 20. I was like, you know what? I think I've done it. I, I think I'm okay. And I think I say that in the episode where it's like, where it's like, I've been talking for over an hour. I think I've said enough about Jurassic Park. Like, I think that, that this is an episode. I'm done. Uh, and, and wrapped it up. But it's, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting because I started podcasting by just talking to myself about, about the Clone Wars, right? And it, it was a little bit easier because I had the recap in front of me. Right. right. So, so I had, a, I had, I had a script essentially to, um, to read from, but I, I, yeah, just having a conversation, a very one-sided conversation with the audience is a, is a, I don't know. It's not like I, I don't find words. it hard. It's not difficult. Well, that's, that's fair. And you can put words in their mouths where you're like, how dare you say that? No. I guess I could try that. I could do some theater of the mind if you guys want me to do that. I'm oh, man, inclined I not to. The mind. I haven't heard that term in so long. <laughs> um, I love it. Yeah, I don't know. You know what I really want to do? I really want to do, but I just don't have uh, the stuff. I just don't got what it takes, but I really Ooh. wish that we could do it. Um, is I really want to do a like a an, an RPG? They're called they're called actual play or live play uh, podcasts, okay. where like we play a role playing game and record it. Um, but there's a this is my thing. Like there's an art to it. Like there's a very specific art to it, and it involves not caring too much about the rules and. Wow. All of the people that I can think of to include, uh, I have I have two problems, and one of them <laughs> one of them is a very real problem, and the other one I think is probably more of a perceived problem, but something that's still important to me. The first problem is that the people that I can think of that would be willing to do that are going to get bogged down in the technicalities of things. That okay. that's my worry, and that's then fair. it's going to require a lot of editing to get rid of conversations about well but if i'm standing there then this rule blah blah and it's like well that's not that's not really fun that's not how we want to do this um because we want to tell a story right 
Uh, the other thing that I worry about is that I do not really have the ability to put together a cast that doesn't consist solely of white people. And I like to me, it's like until I can can make that not the case, I it's not it's not worth pursuing because the world does not need a bunch a, another podcast of a bunch of white guys playing D&D. Right. Um, I don't think that we're going to say anything that isn't already being said by somebody else. Right. Um, right. And, and so therefore it's like, well, what, are, why would we be doing it? We would be doing it for ourselves. And that's not to me. It's like, that's, that's a good place to start, but that's not a great, that's not a great way to make something long lasting. So right. um, yeah, I mean like it's hard enough to, to do a podcast. It's hard enough to get a group to play D and D on a regular basis um combining those two things if i wasn't doing everything else that i'm doing maybe maybe we could get into that territory <laughs> but because i have all of these other because i have two slash three slash four podcasts on my plate um and then you know i try and draw pictures every once in a while on the internet uh and then and then i have um these two the things that live in my house that uh, uh, rely on me for sustenance and knowledge and that sort of thing. It's like, uh, and then every once in a while I might want to spend some time with my wife. Uh, Yeah. It's like, uh, where do I fit a D and D podcast into that? Recording wouldn't be a problem. Recording would be easy because it would be like, okay, record once a month and uh, and you could you could probably break it out into to two episodes and do like a bi weekly release, right? Um, but I, I, the editing that would be required on something like that would be when I do these podcasts, it's like I I I take the preamble that we do, I cut it and I put it at the end, and then I put music <laughs> at the beginning and I put music at the end of the main conversation before the preamble and that's it right like i mean i do a little bit of audio cleanup as well but but uh, like i don't i don't go in and like edit out pauses or get rid of the ums and ahs to make us sound more polished oh yeah no of course i personally find that stuff to be a little bit disingenuous this isn't radio this isn't this isn't this american life or serial like what we're talking about entertainment news like this is a conversational podcast like you're either here to hang out with us or you're not (laughs) like, like if you're here, if you're here for hard hitting news or journalism or whatever, then um, I'm sorry. I apologize. Uh, But also it's your own fault because that's not what this is. But uh, yeah, like I'm not going to, I'm not going to sweat the, the awkward pauses or uh, ums and ahs. That's to me, that's almost part of the charm. That's, that's kind of, I mean, it's the kind of podcast I like to listen to. So, but also, like we've set ourselves up to be that kind of a podcast. I feel like you definitely are in the wrong place if you're looking for something. Oh yeah, no, I mean, like that's that's by design. It's a hundred percent by design. And yeah, if you are here and you're and 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 that's your complaint. Look, nobody is complaining. I'm I. This is I'm I'm tilting at windmills when I when I say. You, you know why are you tilting at windows at windows windmills windmills tilting at windmills. Don Quixote. Oh, is that Don Quixote? Yeah. Okay. I've never read it. I just know that they. That's the, that's the, the, you didn't do that in English lit? No. Oh, 
um yeah the whole thing of that is that is that the don quixote and then i can't uh oh my god i can never remember his sidekick's name but his sidekick oh oh come on yeah uh, oh i don't know yeah is it it's sancho something i think yes yeah yeah isn't it sancho Pan- Villa or something Pan- pancho Villa. is it pancho Villa? i uh, yeah maybe i oh wait no pancho Villa is the mexican revolutionary okay i feel like he is not don quixote's <laughs> yeah okay okay oh <laughs> we're in the right wheelhouse i know that we we're are so like, terrible the point yeah. is that Don Quixote, he's crazy, right? He he thinks yeah. he's a hero fighting giants, jousting with giants, but he's not. He's he's he has dementia, and right. he's he's Sancho jousting Panza, with Sancho Panza. Thank you. Sancho Panza. Sorry, and we combine Sancho, <laughs> yeah, and and Pancho. Yeah, yeah we combine yeah, those yeah. two things together. Um. I think we can be forgiven. That's that's a okay. Uh, cool. Anyways, this isn't an English lit podcast, but <laughs> but yeah, like that's the that's the phrase tilting at windmills, right? Which means like you're you're fighting an oh, imaginary. Tilting at wind- yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, you're gotcha. you're fighting an imaginary foe. It, it, I, it's a it's a it's a straw man, right? Like it's yeah. you know you're you're uh, s- scared of a scarecrow. Uh, anyways. Uh, it, I don't know why we're we're on a weird tangent. I I wish that we could do a D&D podcast. Really in truth, I wish that I could be on a D&D podcast that somebody else does. Right? <laughs> like that would be the ideal state is that like I I would really love it if if there was one podcast that I did that I got to come in and just be on it. Just right. just be talent and not be a producer, not 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 say uh, not have to handle all of the other stuff that goes along with it, but uh, I that's everybody. <laughs> that's it's everybody who's ever podcasted, and the majority of people who podcast they are just guests. But in order to make them happen, you got to have somebody to do the business. So do the business. Yeah, that's, it. it 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 falls to me. It doesn't really. I could just stop. We just I could just stop anytime. I think about that every Monday. <laughs> yeah. You just stop anytime and just not do podcasts anymore and just shut down the Patreon and just not take your guys' money and just stop talking to you about Wonder Woman releasing on HBO Max. I, are we going to say anything? That's I, um, I don't know. It's so, like, I'm just, I, I, do we have anything to contribute to this conversation? Okay. I don't know. I will say that it is the one movie that I am prepared to go see in theaters during all the pandemic. Really? Like it is the one movie that I'm kind of like, you know what? It's I'm going to a small town for Christmas. Yeah. And they seem to be like my mom has gone to the movies twice during the pandemic and she's very like comfortable with how they're treating it and they're playing it constant like all day. And seems and she says it's very safe and all this stuff. And I'm kinda like as safe as it can be, right? And I'm kind of yeah. like, you know what? I would like to give Wonder Woman my money in a theater. And okay. also, I think I'd like to experience that. And I'm kind of like, you know what? If Because my mom also likes to go to that stuff. And the only reason why I wouldn't go do something while I was with my parents is because I wouldn't want to, like, contract something and go to my parents. But, like, she's already, like, that's an activity that she's already <laughs> comfortable with. So yeah. if me and my mom both go to it and then just don't see other people for, like, 14 days, I feel like it's <laughs> definitely a... Yeah. I don't know. That's like a worth quarantining movie in my brain. But wow, I, really I want to see it in theaters. 
I, I would love to see it in theaters. I would love to see anything in theaters. I would love to just be in the movie theater building, um, which I can, I guess it's like five minutes away. I can just walk in there and get popcorn and walk out, I guess. But I, I, yeah, I don't know. It just, I've looked at it so many times, especially, especially with the way that the numbers have spiked in this last couple of weeks. Yeah. And now we're basically, we are essentially like as I, somebody said, uh, when are we, when are we going back into lockdown? And I was like, uh, we, we already are. are. In we're in our yeah. second lockdown. It's just, they're trying not to shut down businesses if they can help it. Yeah. Um, although I did read an article that somebody had, had shared, uh, about, um, I, the, like the latest, I rules for 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 bc being kind of weirdly um it's not weird there's nothing weird about it anywhere that serves liquor is is kind of able to get away with a little bit more than than other places because the 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 province makes a lot of revenue off of liquor sales i but arts and culture have basically been told no like you right. got to shut down everything. Nothing can happen, even though I, I theaters and and such have have like like the like art galleries and and theaters and whatever have been doing a really good job of um just what you're talking about with movie theaters of like, like, sa- like we have all safe. these things. yeah 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 all yeah. these these the safety in 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 place and and whatnot. So it's it's like a weird. It's a weird double standard to me because anecdotally what I have noticed, we went to a birthday party for, I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast or not. We went to a birthday party for one of Kara's preschool classmates during the summer. And it was like, okay, it's at the park. We're outside. If everybody maintains social distance and whatever, it'll be fine. And, um, Crystal took the girls and then at a certain point we were going to switch off because she had a, I think she had a call or something like that. So she had to get back to the house. So I was going to go and basically take over. And I was worried about it. I was like, I don't think this is a good idea. I don't think like, I don't, I don't want to say no because I don't want to. Car was really looking forward to it. But at the same time, like I'm really worried about this. And Crystal was like, well, I'll go. And if it's not, if I, if we feel it's not up to our standard, then we'll leave. And then at least we went for a little bit. Right. Um, and so she texted me partway through and was like, everybody's being really good. Uh, you know, like there's, there's hand sanitizer everywhere. Like everybody's keeping their distance. The parents are all like enforcing and everything. And I was like, okay, cool. Fine. I'll, I'll come. Uh, uh, and so I came and Crystal left, and within about like ten minutes, it started to fall apart. And oh the, no! And the reason why is because the adults were drinking. Oh. Right. And yeah. Okay. And and it's not like they were. Nobody was getting drunk. First of yeah. all, I mean, like I I think that it's inappropriate <laughs> behavior to be drinking at a child's birthday party. That's my personal stance on it. I also don't drink in general, but have you watched the episode of New Girl? Uh, in yes. The last season. Yeah, in the final season. Yeah. <laughs> so grand. 
but but that's exactly like that like that that's played for yucks that's not yeah. real life right yeah I and the whole point was that like no alcohol it's a children's birthday party and then they like bring out the alcohol and it turns into a nightmare gong show um people weren't getting getting crazy they were just having a couple of drinks but the thing that happens when people have a couple of drinks is that they just kind of chill out about stuff and i like the under normal circumstances, whatever, right? Like, like this is so not on my radar of things that I'm going to like lose it over. Right. But when we are in a pandemic and there are very specific things we all need to be vigilant about, such as not touching each other, not sharing food, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it was one of those things of like, of like, you could tell that as people were sort of finishing their second drink, uh they they it was getting a little bit it like the rules were kind of like eh whatever right and it's like so so for bars to still be open it's like well they're only allowed to be open until 10 p.m it's like okay good because the 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 virus is like a werewolf and it only comes out (laughs) when the moon is at its peak right that's that's how the virus works no the virus doesn't care what time of day it is. It doesn't care that you close the bar at 10 PM. And what all that does is make people go, man, bars close at 10 PM. Let's hit it hard before that. Right. Like let's get sloppy drunk at nine 30 instead of 1130. Um, And like, it doesn't human beings are going to do what they're going to do unless you prohibit their ability to do it. If you want to get sloppy drunk in your own house right now, I fully endorse that. I, you know, like, like wrap yourself in, in bubble wrap and just like do whatever you want to do uh, so that you're safe. But I, but yeah, like in a public setting, I just don't think it's a good idea. And yeah, like if you said to me, like, man, it's really dangerous right now to go to a one man show. I'd be like, huh? <laughs> like a one man show where there's going to be like, like, like there's like, the the maximum seating is like 10 people yeah like i i think actually i think actually we can manage that like i think that everybody in that circumstance in that scenario it's like you've got a ticket it starts at a certain time it's like you have assigned seating uh everybody is six feet away from each other at the at the least but like maybe even if we could get to 10 feet right and uh, and we're all going to sit like it's a performance. We are all going to sit in our chairs <laughs> until it's done. I think that's I think that should be OK. And yet the the rule is go drink, go get go get sloppy at, at Woody's pub uh, and have chicken fingers <laughs> during a pandemic it's chicken chicken wings right like yeah, yeah like like let's have let's have ribs uh during a pandemic the things where you know we're gonna definitely put our fingers in our mouths like that this seems this seems like a really good idea hey should we get a plate of fries for the table no you should go home you should go home and you should not touch other human beings there's, it's still, nothing has changed. I don't understand how people don't realize that nothing has changed. They think that it's gotten better because time has passed. And it's like, the no, everything is exactly the same as it's been the entire time. 
it's it's uh yeah i'm frustrated by it can you tell i can i can tell so i want to go see wonder woman i want to go see wonder woman but i will very happily watch it on i'm hoping that it's on crave i sent a tweet to to hbo canada and they did not respond to me i yeah Uh, it's really frustrating because so actually i mean i guess mike this is my other thing i do not have any faith that we that get it, it on December 25th. Anywhere. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I have no faith that it'll be anywhere in Canada. Yeah. So, so like, I want to see it when it comes out, right? Like, yeah. that's the biggest thing for me is that, like, I want to be able to to see it when it comes out. And I just don't. Care. I really want to see Wonder Woman 1984. I really, really want to see it. I also, I also think it's going to be a train wreck. <laughs> really yeah yeah i as much as i want the cheetah stuff to work i don't think it's going to i don't think it's going to because she's the well she's not the big bad but she's part of the the pedro pascal's character is like the big bad in the movie right but oh i forgot that that was pedro pascal yeah how Um, exciting but yeah i mean i don't know i just think it's gonna be fun I think I think it, I think it will be fun, but I think it'll be fun in in the way that Batman v Superman is fun. I don't think it'll be Justice League. Don't get me wrong. Like I don't I don't, I don't think, think we're walking into Justice, Justice League yeah. or Aquaman. I think it's going to be a much better movie than that. And I think it will have another uh, No Man's Land moment for sure. Like I guarantee that something in that movie will stand out something and be like awesome. a wow. I can't believe they pulled this off. But but. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 the, I, my, my thing is that is is a like the cheetah aspect of it. I think those of us who are in for a penny, in for a pound, sort of thing. It's like, well, whatever. Like she's gonna fight cheetah. It's gonna be a CG character. It's gonna be cartoons on screen. We're used to that, right? Like, yeah. like that's 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 part of the ticket price. But I think that the general audience is gonna be a little bit more like. Um, I'm sorry, did that lady turn into a cheetah lady and then they fought and it was basically just a Pixar character fighting Wonder Woman, right? Like, I think that'll be the response of a lot of people. And I think that what happens with that is that there are two categories of fandom. There are the people who are very firm in their in their own opinions and then there are the fair weathers that just kind of go whichever way the wind is blowing and when entertainment weekly posts an article about how audiences are reacting poorly to the cg in wonder woman 1984 those fair weather uh fans are going to start going online and saying yeah i hated it Right. Because that's what always happens. That's like this. And then Russia is going to get involved and they're going to start, you know, manipulating it so that (laughs) they can sow more discord in the uh, in the the American populace. Speaking of Comey rule. Yeah. (laughs) Correct me if I'm wrong. Did they mention Star Wars in the Comey rule? No. Amongst the, the Russian stuff? I don't think so. Do, do you think they, they did? I, f- I thought that they did. Like, they, they, like, because one of the things is that, is that, like, people sort of um, discounted a lot of it because a lot of the reports are like, they're using, it's, it's not, 
it's not like it's it's just people going like oh hillary and her emails right like there there was also part of the investigation part of what the fbi was uncovering was like there are there are people in like call of duty like that are that are joining games and they're like saying stuff and they're they're like russian plants and that sort of thing to to in order to like to track down um because the people who play call of duty are very likely to hold certain beliefs let's say um a a large subset of that audience is very likely and and there's also stuff that like that white supremacy groups use call of duty and and battlefield and like like those types of games as as recruiting platforms um to find people and 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 uh, basically isolate disenfranchised youths and <laughs> indoctrinate them into neo-Nazi groups, right? Like that there's, there's stuff like that that's been going on for years and that Russia is also using it. And that like there, there's a paper that was published. I've talked about this a lot on Faster, More Intense, but there was a paper that was published that was like, this is very definitive evidence that Russia used The Last Jedi as a tool to create like division in the american people interesting like to drive a wedge between people they don't talk about that i don't think i don't i they didn't like get into it but i but i feel like they mentioned something about like it's not just because people are like well russia like russian bots are twins like no they're like they're like in like forums and stuff like they're they're like they've like infiltrated stuff like they're they're directing conversation and I feel like I don't know if they called out Star Wars specific. I don't think I guess they probably didn't. You probably would have caught that. But but no, maybe yeah, I, I just thought about it when that. they were talking about it. It's like they're using pop culture and whatever it's a to like move the needle significantly. Because I think like at one point they're like they're like, is this are we worried about this? And it's like, uh yeah, we're worried about this. It's having an effect. Right. Because right? they're they're right. like because yeah. some people are like do we really think that Russian bots on Twitter are going to affect the outcome of the election? And then one of the characters goes, uh, it has, right. <laughs> like, we're not, like, we're not worried about it. It's happening. <laughs> um, and yeah, so there's this paper that talks about how like these, these accounts that are linked to other things um, and that are very clearly like these Russian um I, I, they're not always bots. Like sometimes they're like actual people running these things. They're like running like hundreds of fake accounts. Um, a lot of the people that were complaining about the last Jedi were not real people. And that's why there's this weird, uh, dissonance within the star Wars community of like, because then they did star Wars celebration I I guess it was it the following April or whatever or whenever like the next Star Wars celebration was and Kelly Marie Tran comes out and the the audience like exploded right like just like went nuts because they were like because everybody that was in that room that was like there that are like the real human beings first of all that are there for Star Wars they were like no we love Rose Tico. We love the last Jedi. And it was one of these things of like, I don't understand how so many people 
at Star Wars Celebration love The Last Jedi, yet the conversation is that everybody hates The Last Jedi. You, I feel like you've talked about this too, about how pervasive that yeah. was, right? That it's like and a then, big deal, and, right? Yeah, and then within the last year or two, like all, like, like there, I think, like, uh, initially, I think this guy published like a short paper on it of like, I, I think to get the, the ball rolling on, on what would be like his thesis or something like that. And then he wrote his thesis on, on, the 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 involvement of like these fake russian accounts on the the like it's mass opinion so interesting right? though that they would choose star wars as one of those is it just because it was like an easy target i think i think because it's because of cultural pe- penetration right like i think right i think um i think they 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 singled out certain things um I think that they didn't have success with the Marvel movies because the Marvel movies are pretty solid in general. So there wasn't a lot. There's not a lot to be divisive about because people don't have the same. Marvel is in a weird space of like Captain America wasn't Captain America until Chris Evans became Captain America. Right. Like that character existed in the comics. And those of us who have, relationships with the comics that go back definitely have opinions but comics sell in the hundreds of thousands movies move in the billions right like 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 most of the world has watched the marvel movies at this point as opposed to like how many people have read a captain america comic from 1996 versus one from 1972 right like so so people don't have that same um that same buy-in on those characters as they do with Luke Skywalker, who like character that's been around for 40 years that a lot of the world has a relationship with, whether they know it or not because of how pervasive uh, star Wars is in pop culture, right? Like you don't have to have seen a star Wars movie to know Luke, I am your father, which isn't even the correct quote, right? Like like, that's, that's sort of like the level to which star Wars exists. And so I think it's easy to see that as a target. And then I think also when you look at the discourse around um, at the time, the discourse around the force awakens and how much the opinions were varied, like how, like, like, and then I think you can also, if you were, if you were trying to isolate a franchise to do this with, and you looked and you went, well, what happened during the prequels when the internet wasn't even a thing yet? Right. right. Like when right. it was when it was in its infancy. And now we have social media and we can really get in there and muck with this. Um, if there's already a wedge, all we have to do is drive it in further. Right. Right. And I think that like they looked at that, they looked at obviously the 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 very real situations within politics and 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 isolated those as well and were very strategic about it. But I think we like the 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 goal was to separate people right because once they're separated then they go looking for a new tribe online and they oh. find like-minded people and then that's where the echo chambers come from right so the emails the locker up all of that stuff that they were directing that trump was then jumping on with right and and i mean like I think the Comey rule is very even handed with it because I'm of the opinion that they were much more involved 
with those decisions, not decision making, but like that they were very much being puppeted in in 2015 and 2016 by these these Russian efforts right that it was like that these meetings were obviously happening between certain people and that that stuff was coming back over and that they were giving them the talking points of like this is what we're gonna push if you go up on stage and you talk about these five things in conjunction with what we're doing you will win right Um, right and and so i i think that it was much more much more uh connected than there is currently evidence for, I, I mean, the Comey rule is about what Comey put in his book and what he could talk about. Right. And I mean, it is, and it's, and, and it's then Mueller continued the investigation. Yeah. Yeah. So Mueller has a bunch more dirt that we know he has a bunch more dirt because he's like, I have indictments, but we can't indict a sitting president. Right. And that's why I say, I've said for months, like, we're, like, like Mueller is just like, like the FBI, I shouldn't say any one person, the FBI, which if you've watched the Comey role, you, you will understand is meant to be an impartial third party outside right. of the, the Republican Democrat sort of thing. Like they are sitting on a pile of indictable offenses that they're just waiting right. until they can arrest I mean, you involved. keep saying this and I'm, I don't know. I just don't, again, I, I got jaded by the American systems. I, I did. I read something. I can't remember who posted it, but I did read something the other day uh, where somebody was asserting like, he's going to cut a deal. That's what's going to happen. That's, that's why he's holding out on the concession speech. That's what it's all about is that like the longer Trump holds out on a concession speech, the more difficult it's going to become for there to be a peaceful transition of power. So he's essentially holding the country hostage more than he already has been. Um, because at a certain point, his lawyers are going to like go to the FBI and say, he'll concede if you guys will agree to immunity on this. This well, that this. seems so crazy though. Yeah. Like, and I actually, after watching it and messaging you was like, is Trump still holding us hostage? And I guess us is America. I think, so, I no. think as of, te- no, the world, it's the world. Yeah. He's holding the world hostage for sure. And it's not just him, but it's right? like, this is also, unprecedented, right? It's also because Russia. It's also, it's also he's Putin, one of the only right? jerks that has never conceded properly. Right. Yep. Yeah. Like it's um, ridiculous. Yeah, and 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 many of his followers are like a concession is a is a it's a it's not a formality like it's a it's just a a tradition and it's like no there no. are very real things that happen once a conspe- concession speech is given right and the yeah. the key here is that a concession speech is faith in the system right that is the the candidate whoever has lost saying. We ran a fair race. The election was fair. The result is the will of the people. The electoral college is going to honor that result. And what Trump is saying and what what the Republicans are saying right now is maybe the electoral college won't. Because each district is supposed to vote according to the 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 overall, right? And that's why some of or not the overall, but like they're they're their district, right? And that's why some districts have that the the stripe 
right? Like they're striped because it's like, well, there are electoral districts that went one way and ones that went another way, and it'll so like the like the the electoral college votes might be split within that one state, right? And I don't understand exactly how that happens, like what what triggers that as a situation, but but that can happen. And also the electoral college can just in theory, but they don't in theory, they could just vote for whoever they want and they and they elect don't, whoever though. they want. They yeah. won't. And they don't because that's the faith in the system. Right. But also the, the, the Republican ethic has been so compromised over the last I would probably say 16 years. It's not just Trump. I think this was happening during Bush and Obama as well. Um, I think a lot of it happened in response to Obama, right? A, a, a black man was voted president. And I think that there are a lot of people in the white ruling class that have a real problem with that. And so they started playing dirtier than they ever had before because they were like, well, if that can happen, then we need to fight for, purity right like they're like these these guys are white supremacists they're white nationalists like they like they're there's no point in mincing words and that's not the republican party as a whole that is people within the republican party and then i think that there are also there are also people there are people on both sides that fall under the 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 white ruling class that that just want to see that proliferate and and propagated throughout time right like they're they don't really care who's in charge as long as it's a white person. So I think that that stuff has eroded the ethics uh, of the Republican party in particular. Um, and, and that puts into question what, like, you know, like it's, I, I don't think that there's anything to worry about, but there is just sort of a little nagging voice at the back of my mind going like, is democracy done in the United States? Like, did they, did they, yeah did they actually lose like like is it over when trump was elected was that the end no because we've been because it's been functioning hobbling along yeah for, for the sure. last little while right like it's yeah i i think that i think that come january 21st the 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 world will be in a much better place but i also i'm also worried about what's going to happen between now and then and how how things are going to play out and just on a, like from a personal place, I want, I want to see him locked up for the rest of his life. Right. Because of right. the things that have happened and the things that he said um, and the, the violence that he's incited. Right. Like I, I don't think that that, the, there need to be consequences to these actions because if there are no consequences to these actions, what's stopping Joe Rogan from running in a few years and, and being another celebrity puppet for the, you know, uh, the, the, the white ruling class that, uh, that does some stupid stuff because he's got some ideas, right. Or, or whatever, like pick your reality star with a mouthpiece. Um, yeah. Like it just, it, 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 a bad precedent has been set. And I think in order to course correct back to uh, uh, reasonable adults making decisions in government, that, um, that, that there need to be consequences to these actions. Like you need to put a little bit of fear of God back into a person like Mitch McConnell 
that uh, that actually know Mitch the will of the worst. people is going to be respected and you aren't going to just do but whatever. But the will of the people is stupid because the people don't know what they will because people can manipulate people so easily and everything is terrible. For sure. We don't but also we it's it, we have to we have to have a little bit of trust. I mean, I guess that, so. that the <laughs> that they you know, the right people are going to make the right decisions. I don't like there there are there are definitely shining beacons. They're not slivers, like they're shining beacons of hope. People like uh AOC they it's like okay that are almost so fed up with politics that they're gonna quit soon (laughs) (laughs) well but like that that proved that like hey like we can we can elect the right people for these jobs yeah um we just we just (laughs) i don't know there's there are systems in place that need to be dismantled that's what it that's what it comes down to and one of those is the white ruling class like it's just gotta we just have to dismantle it we have to get rid of the bad guys from true detective (laughs) right like that's i said that a couple weeks ago oh actually a movie that i haven't seen yet that i kind of want to is um there's a movie that um daniel radcliffe is in um where he plays um one of the like somebody that was in like jailed during apartheid and like broke out of jail um uh in south africa and it it actually looks like because daniel radcliffe does such bananas movies that this was one of the few movies that i was like uh this looks escape from pretoria is what it's called i'm like this looks like a like a real good movie like a really it looks like real creepy but also um i think it's always really interesting to hear people speak in south african accents because i find it an interesting accent but also it was so just like upsetting to read how recently apartheid was right like i just came across yeah. it and every time i like come across something about apartheid i'm just like how it just it makes me realize where you look around at the worst thing that could happen right now and you're kind of like of course that could happen because human beings are garbage yeah well but, i mean there are still a lot of people locked in cages uh for no discernible reason in the united states and children that have been separated from their parents that are but i mean at this point it doesn't seem like they're ever gonna be reunited like that's just a whole generation that's been ripped away uh and we've just we've literally repeated uh uh sins of the past with that stuff stuff like we should know better as a people they to then to do this stuff and yet there it is i i Another movie with Daniel Radcliffe that that I cannot recommend highly enough. In fact, this is my favorite Daniel Radcliffe movie. Is um is Imperium. Oh uh, no, I don't know that one. Which it's he's a he's a. I think he starts. He's like an FBI analyst uh, that wants to become an agent, and he becomes an agent in order to um, infiltrate uh, a white supremacist group, um, and it's it's super good it's if you want to if you want to understand um what i talk about when i when i'm talking about like the the indoctrination and stuff like that with these uh white supremacist groups this movie is sort of the best way to to get like the broad strokes of it and i i I believe it's based on inspired by real events yeah so it's not like it's not a a dramatization of real events, but it is based on actual, I think it's like an amalgamation of different stories from 
from like like a lot of these things right like it's like in order to get the full spectrum the full scope of the story you got to kind of take this guy's thing and this guy's and and sort of put them together but um uh but it's a it's a really really good movie but it is also terrifying like it's very scary because it it especially i watched it sort of like i watched it a few years ago um before stuff started to get really really bad um but probably after man what was the what was the what was the march the the women's oh no the black lives matter march no no they're like the the nazis when they had their march with the tiki oh jeez oh yeah uh oh yeah no i i can't remember but it's trying to remember if that's actually part of this movie that might actually be in the movie but um, i'm sorry it's called imperium yeah imperium yeah uh it's it's super good but like it like now even it's even more terrifying because these Daniel Radcliffe these does like been... a lot of really good sort of like under the radar movies oh for I sure i guess a yeah. lot of other he people like he, pay attention to them but like... he has he has more money than he'll ever need and he understands <laughs> that Right. Um, and uh, and so, yeah, he just he just makes he just makes he fun choices. Like, I think he can be choosy and he can go in directions that and lend his name to things that probably otherwise wouldn't necessarily get made. Um, yeah, that's fair. Like uh, like Guns Akimbo, which I still haven't watched, but I really want to, which is one of his more recent ones. I think it's called Guns Akimbo, right? Yeah. Guns Akimbo which is this one where he's got like he's got these guns and they're like. Oh, they're like nailed yeah. to his hands yeah, yeah, yeah and it like it looks like this really weird like indie action thing um and it just it looks awesome um what's the other there's swiss army man uh which i still haven't watched but i want to so badly where he's he's a he's a corpse <laughs> he plays yeah, yeah, a that's dead the, body I, that's right? the one that i like my friends have watched that they they yeah, always talk with about. paul dano just, that just, that like it's just so like random. yeah man just go do cool stuff yeah. just just be be daniel you're harry Radcliffe. potter you can do whatever you want like no, okay. if you run out of money all you got to do is walk up to warner brothers and go we can make a sequel i'll do another <laughs> harry potter movie and then they'll just be like here's the bucket uh here's the dump truck we'll here's just give you the, the keys um so i am conscious of the fact that we set a time limit to try to like deal with this podcast yeah. in like a reasonable amount of time and we're approaching that time so I have a, a question for the last eight minutes of our podcast okay. to try to to try to answer because I'm in the midst of trying to figure out um, Christmas presents. Mm-hmm. And I will just say, Mike, that one of your kids' Christmas presents might arrive after I've left. Okay. And so if that happens, are you able to come grab it from my house? <laughs> I'm asking you on the podcast because I have no way to get it to you. Yeah, but I have, uh, I have I'll, I'll figure it out. Yeah. But. I have um I have a friend that's staying here, so like it'll arrive. It, like it's gonna arrive well before Christmas, but I'm realizing I'm realizing that I'm gonna be gone probably like the 12th of December. So yeah, I'll I'll let you know. I'm hoping that it all comes. But basically, what I did to like make sure that stuff comes to you okay is that I split up their gift and I used the evilest corporation in the world to buy part of it because ugh, they just they're shipping. They just you just have to just it's just gonna come so soon and i know it'll like you be here just, and you just have like, to you have to counterbalance just, it with something yeah yeah so good. i'm going through so. the other stuff 
Anyways, so dealing with Christmas presents, um, yeah. but I also then realized because of online shopping and how beautiful the world is that I have a friend that lives far away in America and I can actually get her something and she's having a, a really um, a really good year um, and very exciting things. Um, I hope she never listens to this podcast, uh, but <laughs> because I'm going to talk about a Christmas gift for her that I just think that this is the funniest thing ever and I want to know if this is a good idea or a bad idea because it's straight up not a gag gift. This is a real book that exists in the world. Okay. Um, and it is called How to Tell Your Cat You're Pregnant. <laughs> and, <laughs> okay. Uh, and I just think that it serves as both a funny gift, but also like I'm reading into it. And it's like, there's some serious stuff in it, but I don't yeah. know if it's, it's just because I know she loves her cats mm-hmm. and that it's going to be a big deal. Like it's, it's like, like there's a lot of cats. And so I'm like, <laughs> but the, the problem is this yeah. book is very expensive. <laughs> like it's like a $60 book. And I'm kind Jesus. of like, <laughs> but I'm like, how does this book exist? <laughs> and well, so how anyway, is it $60? Is it like a coffee table book? I don't, that's the thing where I wish it was, but it's, it's by like a, doctor <laughs> like it's by it, it like does not seem like a fake book it seems like a real book so now i'm kind of like maybe it's like a psychology book so it's like more expensive because it's in textbook territory anyways it's just so funny i just came across this and uh wanted to also then see if there's anything that you can think of that is like would be in like a cute funny realm that have to do with cats and babies because you have cats and babies and so that's not, this is like literally when I sort of search on the internet for cats and babies, this book keeps coming up. And so I just think that it would be good to have some other Christmas recommendations or things that I can order in America that are like just cool that people want. Like maybe there's some cool independent stuff in America that I can. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I'm sorry. I got nothing for you. I wow. we really didn't we really didn't stress too much about the cat and the baby and I mean that's that's fair. They I don't think I don't think part. many people stress about their cats and babies, but apparently yeah. somebody decided that they needed to write a book about it because it was a terrible. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like uh, Pepper spent Pepper was a kitten while Crystal was pregnant. Crystal was already pregnant when we got him, right? So. He, <sighs> He just always thought that Crystal just was pregnant. He's never he's never known a world that didn't have some form of Akara in it, right? And so they they spent a lot of time cuddling before she even came. So uh, because he would he would lay on Crystal, and uh, Kara would kick him. <laughs> so Aww. like they yeah like they they had a relationship from from before she was even born so um yeah i don't know like it to me it just it was never really a thing the only the only anecdote that i have is is the night we brought cara home crystal had her in the living room in the bassinet I was sleeping for the first time in like a day and a half, like trying to get like a Aww. solid chunk of sleep because yeah. our car had jaundice. Right. So Aww. 
um, because of the forceps that they had to use to to pull her out because she was tangled in the umbilical. So I, I so she had a big bruise on her head, which then results in in her having jaundice. Right, so she was really lethargic and needed to be um, almost like force fed. Like we kind of Crystal was pumping milk, and then we would have to take a uh, like an eyedropper basically and uh and and force Kara to to keep eating on a on a man what was it i think it was like every two hours i maybe wow. it was an hour and a half and so it would be like crystal would pump and then she would go to sleep and she would sleep for as long as she could but like somebody had to be up every hour and a half to to feed Kara, right Right. And so no, neither of us had really gotten more than two hours sleep for two days, two or three days. Jeez. We were in the hospital what? for a while with Kara. It's it's one of those things where whenever I look back on it, it's always like, wow, that sure was traumatic. Um, oh, but it, when you're in the middle of it, you're just dealing with it. Right. Like, it's just you, you don't have a choice. This 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 life is dependent on you. So you just do it. Um, but so w- neither of us had really slept. <laughs> for a while and i crystal was like okay you go get some sleep so like i I was gonna go sleep first i think she had already gotten some maybe i don't remember but um it's four years ago now i i went and i got in bed and i think like i had just fallen asleep which didn't take much like is like like feather touch like uh, my eyes were closed my head was on the pillow and i think i was out but I just remember hearing Crystal scream bloody murder from the living room and, and yell pepper, pepper, pepper. And then, and like, I just like leapt out of bed and I didn't have my glasses. Like I didn't even grab my glasses. I just ran to the living room and pepper had gotten in the bassinet to like (laughs) sniff Kara. Right. Like now, like, like definitely in hindsight, I think Crystal and I've talked about it and it's like, I don't, he wasn't, he wasn't doing anything. He didn't do anything wrong. Right. He was yeah. just curious about this new baby. Yeah. Um, and, so, but, but you, you're terrified because people tell you horror stories of, well, and then the cats, you know, cause babies are warm and they're, they're, oh, geez. Cause oh, they're gosh. breathing. Right. That like the yeah. cat will like go and like sleep on the baby's face because it's a warm place to sleep. Jeez. And it's like, so you're terrified of that. And you're also delirious because you haven't slept in two and a half days or three days. And right. I, and so I like, burst in and crystal was like was like freaking out about it justifiably so uh uh, and i'm freaking out like what's going on what's going on and i'm i'm like half asleep it's like you you, i may as well have like taken an ambien and tried to stay up right like it's the same sort of effect i think and and crystal handed me Kara, and i was and i was holding her and i can't remember what i said to her but i think it was i was like I think I said something along the lines of like, I don't know how to put him together because like in my brain somehow, like I thought that like, like, like an Ikea piece of Ikea furniture or a Lego set that I was being handed something that I needed to assemble. Oh, and, and cause like I was half asleep. I was like half <laughs> in dream world. Right. And Crystal like more than pepper. Like she was, she got upset by that. Aww. Because- because like hormones and 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 lack of sleep and whatever, and it's just right. like it's like her, your daughter, and it was like what? Huh? 
because I said him, right? And it was Aww. just like, so we laughed about it the next day. But uh, at the time, it was just like, neither one of us knew what was going on. And so it was just one of those things where you just have to laugh through the tears at a certain point. But that's my only anecdote about the cat and the baby. Other than like occasionally Pepper will take a swipe at one of them. But I I don't know, like they have a the the girls have a healthy fear of him because he's a an awful, terrible jerk. What a jerk. Um, jerk. So they, they tend to keep their distance. Cassie loves him. Cassie loves him beyond all measure and reason and we can't figure it out Uh, (laughs) but she absolutely loves pepper and will just like look at him and giggle um, in a way that Kara never really connected with him yet like she'll be doing this she'll be like he'll be across the room and she'll be like pointing at him and clapping and giggling and and making noises at him and she said she'll say blah 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 which is pepper and and he'll and he'll be like oh cool attention and he'll like start to go towards her and then she's like no 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 and she like backs up and like starts freaking out because she's like i want to appreciate you but from a distance please um because he is very scratchy she's a smart girl in general so it's it's and then Kara is just like Kara wants to have nothing to do with pepper other than him sometimes being in the same room that's okay but If he's up on something, she's mad. If he's scratching mm-hmm. something, if he's scratching something, she's mad. But so, anyways, it's the I don't know. It's just it's a cat. You just <laughs> treat it like a cat. But people, some people don't treat their cats like cats. That's the disconnect. Is that my cat is a pet? He he is he is an animal that we take care of, um, and more so than that, like Pepper specifically is a feral animal he's a barn cat that we didn't know he was a barn cat when we got him (laughs) and he should not be inside he should not be domesticated in the way that he is um uh, which is one of the reasons why he has behavior issues i but we're responsible for him now and so he's here and he lives here and he's uh, he's in this house um and we can't buy nice furniture until he's gone (laughs) we have kids anyways it doesn't matter we're not gonna buy nice furniture for another 10 years anyways but um yeah like i don't have that i've never had that relationship with pets as much as i have many pets that i have loved and i love pepper but i i don't have that that ideology that like i think your sister has with her cats of like the fur baby thing like i hate that i hate it it's just like even before we had kids, I hated it. It's like it's a that's an animal that you're responsible for. It's not it's not your child. There's a very big difference between these things. Yeah, the cat, I mean, the cat can definitely affect the world around it, but but not that much. Whereas a human being, you got to put some extra care and attention into that. <laughs> it's a little I bit mean, more complicated than a cat or a dog. I mean. I- my sister thinks that her cats are are people but i it was actually quite funny somebody at my work today was talking about how like they're like i think that this dog has cost me more money than a kid does we've spent thousands of dollars on it i don't think i was like i don't think you understand how expensive children are yeah (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) 
Oh boy. I, I say, yeah. And I laugh, you know, cause I'm in a room where right behind me, there's a pile of Lego sets that are going to need to get wrapped up and put under a tree in about a month. So, um, right it, yeah, I mean like we, we spent more on Christmas this year than we planned on. Cause we always do. Cause that's always what happens because consumerism makes our decisions for us. Yes. So that's, Every year, every year it's the same thing. In November, I'm like, Christmas is not about presents. We don't need to buy them a bunch of stuff. They have lots of toys. And then we're at the mall and it's like, this is really cool. We should get it for them. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited for the gifts I got, the gifts I decided on. But again, it's always one of those things where I have no idea because your kids just get so many gifts that I'm like, they probably have this. Whatever. Yeah. They are I don't definitely know. very spoiled. Right, so very, very whatever. spoiled. It's good. If they have it already, then they'll just have it more of the same thing. So <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they'll be happy with it. I hope so. Anyways. Cool. Hey, I think cool. we did it. Yeah. I, I think, think we did up. an episode. Yay. Exciting. Um Wonder Woman in the Comey role. Yeah, That's kind of. Dirty stuff. Well, we kind of talked was around about them, Star Wars. It yeah. was actually about Star Wars. Yeah, we didn't actually talk about either of those things themselves. We talked the Comey about rule is fantastic, and everybody should watch it. Um, yeah, it's good. And Wonder Woman, I don't know. There's not much to say other than I it's coming excited to excited to see a movie that I was supposed to see earlier this yeah. year, so that's good. Oh, man, your yawn just made me yawn. Sorry, through... did I yawn? I didn't yeah. even notice. Um, okay. It's late. We're done. Yeah, Thanks we're done. for listening. Thank you guys. We'll be back next week with another episode. Hopefully, I, I higher energy, better spirits. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. This was fine. It was a good episode. <laughs> you guys should just be thankful you get anything at all. Happy Thanksgiving to American listeners. Oh probably. yeah. Happy Happy Turkey fake Day. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Hey. Stay safe, hey, everybody. Yeah. Hey, cancel yeah. your plans. Oh. It's too late. This I is mean, this comes I mean, out on Friday. It's too late. This comes out on Friday. I hope you canceled your plans. I'm disappointed in you if you didn't. If or you that went, you were very safe, right? If you tr- if you traveled outside of your what do they I guess it's counties for them, right? Or so. or like like if you like crossed a city limit or whatever and and gathered with people who were from other places, then you've made a you've made a really bad decision. I mean, okay. You're very I have, I'm going home for Christmas. <laughs> but you're I going and home. staying. I am going and staying. I mean, that's true. Maybe You're not other going for a meal. Going. Yeah, that's true. I'm not going for a meal across county lines <laughs> for a meal. And it's and it's it, there's a stay. there's a difference. Like you are going, and then when you come back, you'll isolate. Yeah, right? in my bedroom. Like like you're but gonna isolate beforehand, like... and you're gonna isolate afterhand afterwards. Yeah. So afterhand, mm-hmm. afterhand, yeah, that's it's the true. thing. It's true. So yeah, like I think yeah. that you are making all of the right precautionary decisions in order to do what you're going to do. Um, I think that people who are just going over to somebody's house for a meal are probably not being very irresponsible. Um, You can have Turkey by yourself or go get karaoke with your family. That's what I just, I just, I just told all my family that for Christmas I will, um, host zoom karaoke, even though we're all going to be in the same city, but we just can't meet together. So, there you go. I told, I told, I mean, obviously we're in Canada. We did Thanksgiving a month and a half ago, but my parents wanted to see us this, this past weekend to 
to start decorating their house for Christmas. It's a very long process for them because they, they go crazy with Christmas stuff. Uh, and the conversation was, uh, no, we're not going to do that because we would rather not see you guys for the next few weeks so that we can see you at Christmas than take yes. the risk right now with the numbers going up. Right. And my dad was like, yep, that's what, that's yeah, uh, actually sense. very smart. And that's what we're going to do. Cause I don't want to, I don't want to miss out on Christmas. That's the thing yeah. is that like, I yeah. want to be able to go see more than, than the, the safe six people in our bubble, yeah. uh, which is the four people in this house. And then Crystal's parents. I, I, there's four they, people in your house. Oh yeah. There are four human beings in this house. <laughs> Children count Amanda. Um, no, I was only, I was only counting the kids. Oh, you were only counting Crystal. them. You didn't count I, me and Crystal. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think I count. I was like, no, you just have the two. Yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah, but yeah, like it, 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 yeah. Be, be safe now so that in a month we can maybe have, yeah. have some of the restrictions that are current. I mean, in the States, I like, I don't think that you guys have any hope of having a normal Christmas, but, uh, cause it's just so far gone, but, um, be as safe as you can be. But be as safe as you can be, because, man, there's no takebacks on it. If you yeah. got a relative sick and they died, how would you feel? Yeah. That's a, it, that would not be good. So What a bummer of an episode. Yeah. Uh, what a bummer you know, of a world we're living in right I now. I mean... It's true. Send us some recommendations for what you'd like us to speak about next week so that hey, we can not be so bummerish. I mean, like, here, I'll end on an actual positive note. I've been watching Queen's Gambit, and it is phenomenal. It is Excellent. such a good show. It I've is got it saved. I'm going to watch it with my mom. Over so, the so good. I'm, I, I'm happy for you. You guys are going to enjoy that. It's a very, very good show. Um, zero complaints here. I enjoy it quite a bit. I have one episode left. Um, that it's one of those things where it's like, it's the season finale. I don't know if there will be a second season of it, but, um, it's the end of this, this series, this limited series or whatever. And, uh, I want to watch it, but I want to watch it under the right circumstances. So there have been several times where I'm like, could I watch it right now? I don't want to, I don't want to do it now because I don't want to be interrupted. I don't want to, like, I want to enjoy the last episode. So, um, I, it's just sort of sitting there waiting for me for for when it's appropriate Fair for same. when I've got that moment. But nice. it's a very good show. I like it very much. The Mandalorian is also continuing to be so so awesome, um, and hopefully this week maintains that. But yeah. uh, we're going to talk more about the Mandalorian on Faster, More Intense in a couple of days, which I will be on. Whoop, whoop. Which you were already on for oh, most yeah. listeners. That's that fair. that episode's yeah. already out. You can go okay. listen to it now. Wow, but if you're world. a Patreon supporter, it's we record it tomorrow as of this release, uh, and then it'll be out the day after that, the Thursday morning. Actually, the maybe it'll be out the Wednesday night. I don't know. We'll see if I. Future is weird, right? Like yeah. I could be talking to you from the future about the past that is my future. Whoa. We could all be dead. Okay. Well, <laughs> that's upsetting. I mean, you never know. <gasps> Okay. Yeah, you we should know. create a podcast that will only release on the event of our- of our deaths. <laughs> Sorry, I just got it so dark. We got. Is finish. it? We'll but okay, okay. Do we? Is it when we both die, or do we both have to die at the same time? Oh, I think it would be like a beautiful. 
I don't know. Maybe it's like we have two podcasts, one on the event of your death, one on the event of my death, and then one on the event of both of our deaths. Okay. So it's three podcasts All right. with with fail saves. But it's like I feel like the the thing with with like yeah, anyways, I don't sorry. It, it was weird. I don't ha- I didn't think it through, obviously. I, you let me know what I absolutely think do. that we should do this and that <laughs> And then, like, I will put them on a USB drive and put it in our, our uh, whatever, like our our uh, lockbox at the bank. The what do what do you call oh, it? Safety deposit box. What a good box. idea! And then it's like upon the the like yeah. Yeah, and I'll and 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 then leave instructions. Yeah. We yeah. should do that. We should one hundred percent do that. Um, that would be a very weird eccentric I thing. There's, there's got to be something on the internet that exists where you can record messages and then on the event of your death it'll get released like it's something that's probably like a fail safe where you have to like like once a year you have to like say that you are still alive so that it doesn't release it there's gotta be something come on technology like this has to if that doesn't exist that's a that's a million dollar idea maybe i don't know yeah i mean i think that that would be like what a beautiful thing that you can just like always have like check-ins for it's so funny because i just last night watched the episode of community where or i only really caught the end of it but the episode of community where pierce's mom dies and and that's when we learn that he's in like the laser lotus cult and and he he he's got the lava lamp and he's and they're like why are you carrying around the lava lamp and he's like you mean this cryo tube with my mother's vapor energy or whatever um and i (laughs) they later on in the episode towards the end of the episode they find a cd that's like a recording from from his mom that's like oh in the event of my like if you're listening to this then that means that i'm dead and she's like telling him you know like like the that cult that you belong to isn't (laughs) it's nonsense i'm gone i i'm not in that lava lamp whatever and he and he and he pulls it out at the end and and he just chucks it out of the window and he's like wow her mind really went there at the end <laughs> it's because it was it was like the most like sober like i i like reality check sort of message ever from beyond the grave and he's just like oh man and he's because he's just in harsh denial but community is the best television it's, show it's ever pretty made grand. pretty grand i think we've said okay. that before on this podcast okay yeah. now we're really done we talked for an extra 15 minutes more than we were supposed to <laughs> i hopefully we're not dead one of us is not dead by the time that this releases that would be a real bummer um but uh thank you guys for listening and uh, provided we don't die we'll be back next week stay safe everyone wash your hands and be kind to one another Follow the Thunderquack Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook by searching the Thunderquack Podcast. You can support us in three ways. First, by heading to the podcast service of your choice and leaving a rating and review. Second, by going to store.thunderquack.com to pick up some merch from your favorite podcasts. And last but not least, by heading to patreon.com slash thunderquack to kick in with your monthly pledge of support and get cool rewards like early access, ad-free episodes, and extended episodes. The Thunderquack Podcast is the official podcast of Thunderquack.com. Head to Thunderquack.com to discover more great podcasts.